Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. So today's episode is all about series versus standalones. Mmm. Spicy. Yes, it is a spicy meatball. So this is a topic that is very influential in our world of books. Yeah. I mean, it is specifically kind of books and movies. Movies too, yes. Yeah. Sequels. Everyone needs a sequel. Oh, God. You don't need the sequel. <sighs> So, but in this in this day and age, we are seeing so many series mm-hmm. come out. Yeah, where it's to the point where a book will come out, and the first you the first thing you see is this is book one in the series. I'm like, oh my yes. god, we cannot find a damn book now that is not a series. Mm. I it's, mean, it's we're ridiculous. lucky if we find a standalone. Yeah, and then there's companions. I think that's another like shortcut into a series. Yeah. I myself prefer standalones. Yes. I love those times where we can just enter into a magical world and it doesn't have to be this long investment or this like buildup of hype, like Three Dark Crowns. Oh my God. We finished that one in like a week of it coming out. And then we had to wait until a whole year went by Mm -hmm. before we could get the next one. Same with like Red Queen. Yes. Like it was just a waiting game. And we're not saying that that's anything bad, like against the authors or anything like that. Because certainly if your series is your dream, more power to you. Yeah. But just for us, it's one of those things where it's like at a certain year, every single book was a series. Yes, it really was. It, It was like it was insanity. And I don't know if it has to do with the publishers because mm. they see, oh, this is a moneymaker. Yeah. This is going to be a book that's going to launch three different sequels. Yeah. And then we're going to sell the rights to the for the film. And then we're going to make more and more money. And then we're going to split the film into two. Yes. Oh, my God. Stop. Just stop. So, I don't know. I, I But today I want to kind of go through mm-hmm. several different series that could have probably been summed up. In a standalone. In one book. And then yes. I want and then I want to go through some standalones that really stand out. Yeah. Ooh, that's nice. I know. I just I like came up with that. It. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so let's delve in. Okay. We're delving. We're delving into this. So let's delved. talk about series. Okay. What series did good with having multiple books? What series sucked? One that I haven't read and haven't listened to. I think you tried it, but you got confused by the map in the beginning. Was Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. When someone said, start calling someone Bobo or what was his name? Bilbo. Bilbo. I was like, what the? This is the clown? But (laughs) no. no. He's an old man. I actually read, I actually read the first or listened to the first two. Okay. So Fellowship of the Ring and then the Two Two Towers. Towers. Yeah. You got it. I got that. Wipe that knowledge out of your head. But I can't remember anything about the books. Right. Because it was just too much for me. Yeah. It's a a book series that I want to read because Sean really likes it. Mm -hmm. And so I want to read it just because I want to experience it as well. Yes. Um... But I feel like even though I haven't read it, Tolkien did uh, the series right. Mm, yeah, so, I agree. 
I mean, it, it works and it works in, in movie format as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is coming from someone who, again, I haven't read the book. I have watched the movies because I really had a crush on Vigo Morrison. Oh, my gosh. Mine was Orlando Bloom. <gasps> oh, my eyebrows are singeing. Mm. Mm. But it was a really good movie. I really liked it. I really liked the video games, too. I think the thing with movies and books is like if I wanted to pick up Fellowship of the Ring mm-hmm. and then or no, I'm sorry, if I wanted to pick up Two Towers, yes, I need to read Fellowship of the Ring, but I could pick up Two Towers and enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, that's a good point. I could sit there and say, oh, I haven't read um, a Fellowship of the Ring forever, but I'm going to ch- pick up the second book in the series and actually enjoy it and remember things that happened through out the, the first but then also keep in mind the things that are going to happen in the, in the second yeah because it, it stands alone as a great piece of work yeah so that's interesting that the series is also good standalone yeah probably not the intention but it happened exactly and another series i know that we've discussed this and i'm more of a fan than you are but harry potter oh okay i, the- didn't, I didn't tell which one you're going with <laughs> <laughs> but each one it's it's in the title. It's Harry Potter and this. Yes. Harry Potter and th- this is what you're going to experience in this Harry Potter book. Yes. And I like that. Whereas, let's say, um, Hunger Games. I mean, I loved Hunger Games. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But Catching Fire, you have to kind of, it's one of those books where you just probably can't kind of think about oh that did that happen in catching fire or did that yeah. happen in the what was the f- third one called? i don't know they should have called catching fire catching z's because it was boring <laughs> I, <laughs> I think catching fire was my my favorite one i think that was a i think that's a series that they could have like done it real quick one and done really? it could have been a standalone really yeah, yeah. like even though i like the hunger games like movies and i liked the series as well it was fine it could have just been one book. Like we did not, we did not need Katniss to go in a second time, and then yeah. have the bubble blow up, and then have all these people die, and like shark teeth, and like water, <laughs> and like well, and bombs. that's the, and that's the thing is when you do a sequel, a sequel, you are risking repeating yeah. so much stuff yes. from the first, and that's why there are some good series and some bad series. Yeah, Divergent. Horrible. Oh, that makes my head hurt. It really was horrible. It was. Love, I, I love the first one. Yeah. Really excited about the second one, but it was horrible because it focused on something <sighs> that the first one didn't wrap up. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to have yes. to sit there and eat leftovers all the time. Yeah, because leftovers go bad eventually. Exactly. And the, the Divergent series like was rank. At the end, mm-hmm. because all it did was deal with the same thing over again. And we've talked about this before, but if you haven't listened to that episode, we didn't need a whole second book of just Trish and or Trish. Trish. <laughs> <laughs> of, <Yeah>. Trish. <laughs> Is she from Divergent? <laughs> Divergent. We didn't need Trish and four. Did I say her name wrong again? No, you said it right, but I still can't get over Divergent. <laughs> We didn't need those two relationship to go on Jerry Springer. Like we just yeah. didn't need it. And I don't know if it's because of Twilight. 
It, it, yes. And yes. the whole fact that I blame it's a Stephanie saga. Meyer for everything that is wrong in my life. <laughs> and I think people go for these sagas. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want a saga. It's like just because you like the word saga doesn't mean it has sag yes. in it. And you are sagging if you do not have a strong hook. And and if you think of other good series out there, Narnia. Yeah. Narnia is a great series because each book could stand alone. Yeah. On itself. Prince of mm-hmm. Caspian Sea. Um the, the other lion, ones. the lion, the witch, and the w- wardrobe. <laughs> the nephew's chair or sock? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm gonna lean toward chair. <laughs> I don't remember that one, but but still, like it was mm-hmm. Narnia and this. Do you think it has something to do with the age of books? I like, think so. Like Narnia is kind of like an older generation book. Um. The Lord of the Rings is an older generation. Uh, Game of Thrones, even though that's a little bit more newer, like George R.R. R. Martin is still he's in that he's in the older he's mind in that, state, yeah. like older mind, and he's able to separate. I can write eight hundred pages of this book, yeah, and then this is going to be about the clash of the kings, yes, and this one is going to be about the the what is that the storm of swords. So we gonna focus on the swords. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you are saying. So I think he knows how to do it. And I think that's a great series. It's a good, great example of a, of a modern saga that yeah. doesn't need to focus on, or we're going to spend five months of the book on this character. And then next in the sequel, we're going to spend the next five months dealing with the past five months. Yeah. The, so there's another one, um, Ender's Game. Mm, I was going to ask you about Ender's Game because you know more about that. It has. I haven't. I haven't read it, mm-hmm. but Sean did, and Sean I think listened to it. I can't remember if he listened to it, but I think he either listened to like the second one, which dealt with like um, the character Bean. Um, but it that one's one where it's like a web. And you can seriously probably just pick up any book mm-hmm. at all. You can pick like, I don't know how many there are. I think it's like 12 yeah. or something in the series. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. Like there's a web that like connects them all of like, there's almost like a, a watch order that they have for like Star Wars mm-hmm. with the Ender's Game series because it just, it has so many different books. Yeah. But they're all ones that you can just pick up and read and that same thing with star wars like if you're going to going to get into movie talk there are days where i'm like you know what i want to listen i want to watch a new hope really or i mean i do like star wars really i'm not obsessed like some people really there's a lot of people that are obsessed with star wars but i like star wars i didn't know that about you yeah i like the i watched the first three the the The, traditional sorry the traditional ones and then see i don't know the lingo we don't want extra crispy, which no. is the beginning uh, one. Exactly. And then I watched, I enjoyed the first three episodes, but I was like, eh, this did not interest me anymore when I got older. Yeah. I, I watched them when they were in the movie theaters and yes. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is neat. Because I had only seen the originals on my aunt's like 1972. VHS. The VHSs, but also on her like tv from 1972 it oh. was like just a giant box yes. like it, it was a small screen mm-hmm. it didn't really have that kind of effect where you're like going to the movie theater and you're like wow 
Well, I had a huge thing for Hayden Christensen. Oh. And so did my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and <laughs> those are dark times. <laughs> those are dark. She actually left me for him. Um, she's also crazy and tried to run me over in the parking lot. And it didn't work out. Yeah, you know, she was a shepherd prep, but whatever. It happens. Um, but we had a thing for Hayden. Yeah. You bonded over that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's another thing. Like movies, sequels, sometimes there don't there doesn't need to be a sequel. Yes. I mean, how? Why is there such a thing as a, a list out there sequels that are better than than the original? And on that list, there was like five movies. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ugh. I don't get it. I honestly, I don't. I don't get it. And also, like, there are books that I was trying to think of, like for this episode, that are standalone, that actually ended up like not being standalone. Like, I was trying to think um, of, uh. Before, not before I fall. Um, Letters to the Lost? No. What's the one that we went and saw the movie and we cried? If like I babies. Stay. If I Stay. Yes. I thought If I Stay was a standalone. No. I'm no. not even reading or listening to the second one. No. That I one, refuse. That one's like where she went or yes, something. That's where what it's she called. went yeah. and she's in heaven or something. No. She lives and she breaks up with her boyfriend. And oh. then, I don't know, some other stuff happens. I didn't read it. Another thing, another another thing that very much like that is me before you. Oh, JoJo, yes, because they had a Moise. sequel. Yes, and <sighs> I and I did listen to the sequel. I didn't hate it, but I was the entire time I was like, this is not the character that I fell in love with. Right. This is this is she's on a new journey. Yeah. Her her situation wrapped up. Yes. And but yet she's still falling into this pattern of like the flaws that she had in the first mm -hmm. book. Yeah. But it's just in a new situation. And I guess, you know, it's a, it's a easy line to cross with authors. You got to be careful. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that it's one thing for as a like consumer of the book, as somebody who's like taking in all of the material to think to yourself after you finish, wow, I really didn't want that to end. I wanted it to go on forever. I mm -hmm. could have stayed with this character forever. But that's another thing to like have all of those imaginative stories that you came up with for the character crushed because the author was like, oh, I've heard so many people say that they wanted a follow up. So I'm just going to write one myself. And mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with how we would want the characters to be. I didn't want the girl in If I Stay to then break up with her boyfriend after she had lost every single person in her immediate family, mm -hmm. like and and went through through some stuff. And her boyfriend was there the entire time. And her boyfriend was there every single day, and our, our flashbacks were with them or her parents. Like the whole book was about her relationship with this boy. I imagined that she woke up, she was rehabilitated, she made a full recovery, was able to play the cello again. Mm -hmm. And was fantastic, went to college, did all this stuff, married him. They they then had their own family. Not that she went to college and then broke up. Mm -hmm. Like, that's horrible. It also reminds me of the new book. I have not read it. It's not a new book, but it's a new Netflix movie. To All the Boys I Love. Oh, yeah. That's I heard a, it's a that's fan. A book? It's a book. It's also a trilogy. Yeah. Blow your minds, don't it? 
How I heard the next the Netflix movie was amazing. I heard the first book was amazing. I haven't heard any reviews of the second two. They're making a second movie. They are well, of yeah. course, because the next the next one and it did so well on the Netflix, whatever. And I heard it's a really cute movie. But when I find out things, I'm like, oh, I want to go read that book. Oh wait, it's a trilogy. So I have time yeah. and commitment in my life. To read this trilogy. Yeah. And am I going to be disappointed by the sequel? Yeah. I mean, they don't call second seasons of TV shows the sophomore slump for nothing. Yikes. You know? Yeah. I think the only... I mean, I really liked Riverdale's season two, but... Ooh, you did? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't... I mean, like, I, I, I liked it because I because it's Riverdale, but I didn't think it had the magic of season one. I really liked it. Hmm. I mean, it didn't have, like, the cinematography. I mean, it just still did have the beautiful cinematography, but just, like, the cinematography for, like, Jason and um, Cheryl, mm. like, when they were on the, the lake and stuff like that in those, like, white outfits. I mean, that was really beautiful, and I really liked that, but mm-hmm. I thought that the the story and the character development of season two was really, really nice. Mm, okay and i'm excited for season three i didn't hate it i i was still like oh my gosh oh my gosh did you finish it kj apps apps did you finish it oh yeah girl oh yeah girl i think the last time i talked to you you still had like i had like five i think i had i think i had six episodes left yeah and then i like knocked those out in like two nights right Uh, one book series that i am listening to right now the immortal or Mortal Not, Instruments? The Mortal Instruments. I keep saying immortal. <laughs> but The Mortal Instruments. I've always wanted to read this series. Uh-huh. I've always heard very positive things about it. And we had some like free time throughout Audio Shelf because we were recording these talks and these rants. And so I said, I want to pick up this book. I am on book three now. And I have to say, like, I'm enjoying it because it's a, you know, it's a cute little story. But I'm not, I don't think it's a great series. I would have loved to see this world be wrapped up in one book. Yeah. I don't want to follow eight other books after this. Yeah. Because now she has spinoffs. And it's Ooh. prequels. And I'm going to give you back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back all the way in time and talk about this character, how... And how this character affected this one person. But we're going to leave that one person out because we're building this whole new world. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Really? You know who does that, too? Who? J.K. Rowling. Well, she does that more so with Pottermore. And now Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. But Fantastic Beasts is its own original. And The Cursed Child. And The Cursed Child, which is a play. But she released it as a book. They released the script not as the book. A, a script, not a book. Script. It's in, it's in book format. It is a book. <laughs> I'm just saying that the cash grab that we talked yes, about. Yes, it is for, a cash grab. Yeah. It is. It is. It is. It, it's and a that's huge... exactly why authors who make uh, companion novels and uh, novellas and um, do these like time maps of different books that then you read them and you're like this added nothing to the world this added mm-hmm. nothing to the history if anything it destroyed it a little bit for me yes that's exactly why they do it is because they want to make more money who does that um what's her name danielle page love or death but how many novellas can you have 
you have four books in the sequel or the series, right? Mm-hmm. Why are there? Why is there like eleven novellas? I know there's only like how many main characters were there? She made. I mean, she. I feel like she wrote a novella about an ant that was. Oh yeah. Like literally a bug, not the ant. <laughs> just an ant. Just a regular old bug. Just an ant that you step on outside. And she made a novella about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I got to buy all these books to mm-hmm. find out. And and that's the thing is they leave little clues in the novellas to make you say, oh, did I miss something? Yeah. Also, um, the girl who did like uh, the author who did The Air and... Um, selection series. Yes. yes, the selection series. We had the trilogy and then all of a sudden we went back to... Oh, we, we, no, we got companion. We got novellas. We got novellas. And then we got the... Um, the daughter of the, the two main characters. The spiritual sequel, I guess. I yeah. mean, it is a sequel. I it, mean, she's literally their kid. Yeah. But it was basically a sto- the, the story all redone. Yeah. Just as a princess and not Prince Maxon. Yeah. So that's really all it was. Yeah. So you made me go through all this... The same feelings as I went through with the original series, which is which is if you enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah. But sometimes I just want things wrapped up. Yes, exactly. Like we just need things to wrap up nicely. And I also feel like the Twilight series could have been one single book. Oh, that could have been completely one single. New Moon should have never happened. It should have never happened. And I cut it out of my world completely she could have did half of twilight the first book Mm -hmm. and then ended it with the ending of breaking dawn yes (laughs) because let's be real breaking dawn did not amount to anything and then a little bit of eclipse because that had the whole jacob love i mean just say from oh bella has a difficult time with her mom's new boyfriend or whatever she moves to oregon trail she goes to (laughs) she goes to school she meets edward he's shiny they get together and then he has a mystery and then halfway through the book is the climax of her figuring out he's a freaking vampire Mm -hmm. because that's where she does actually figure it out yeah and then it's kind of the fall of a human figuring out about vampires and then that's when the voltari come in Mm -hmm. like my god the first book isn't the first book where like edward leaves no the second book is where Edward goes to Italy to be with the Voltari. And then mm-hmm. Bella somehow, the 16-year-old girl, is like getting on a plane and going to Italy. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Those flights are $1,400. Yes. Like, you are not picking up and going out there with a sheriff daddy. This is like, not realistic. This is not true mm-hmm. life. Like, they could have skipped that whole entire part, just had those Italian vampires come over here, investigate. Italian <laughs> And then they could have left and she Mm -hmm. could have went on and they could have had like the thing that Harry Potter had at the very last book where it's like 19 years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And other other authors who have like this is very popular in cozy mysteries Mm -hmm. or crime novels Mm. is that you will see a book with like 12 sequels. J.D. Robb and Nora Roberts, same person, y'all, oh. if you didn't know. Well, that's shocking. My mother is obsessed with her. We met her in real life. Oh, nice. Very nice. But <laughs> she basically recycles her storylines and just puts them into different settings, Yeah, different names, different jobs. 
Yep. And sometimes it's the same job and it's just like, oh, we forgot that this person was a cook before, but we're, we don't care because they're cooking a different restaurant. <laughs> they're cooking up something fresh. <laughs> and, and, but people eat it all up. Yes. Because they like, and, and those are types of people that like consistency. Uh-huh. They're like, they, they like order. They like comfortability. So they, for, for instance, my mom loves the J.D. Robb series, The Leverage and Death. That's a new one coming out. Mm. She has like Mystery and Death, Festive and Death. It's like all these in-death series. And all of them are about this one detective. And so people like that idea of I'm going to stick with this one detective throughout all of her yeah. crimes. And yes. that's – it's doable. And I, I would get bored with it after the 20th book in the series. But some people don't get bored with that kind of thing. For instance, with me, Charlene Harris, one of my favorite series is the Lily Bard series. It's a series about this cleaning woman who lives in the Shakespeare, town of Shakespeare. Oh. It's like a southern town. I forgot I forgot where really it is located. I think it's like um, Oklahoma or something. I forgot. Okay. But she goes – she's always like – in the midst of a, a murder and she's the cleaning persons of all these people who die. So she has to find out and solve the crime. She tends to do it before the stupid police. Oh, yes. is it one of the, well, it, it's one of those series where it's like the police are stupid. The police are bumbling. And yeah. It's one of those series. They don't do their job. And so I like that series because it's different and it's, it's a short series, but each book can be stood alone. Yeah. However, when she moves over to the true blood series, People hate the True Blood series because things get repetitive. There's so many branches for that one as well. Exactly. And it's just like, oh, Sookie's a damsel in distress again. And oops, she's also a fairy. Yeah. Oh, we got we forgot to mention that she's a fairy with with good blood. But then yeah. the next book, she has bad blood. And then but the next one she has good blood again. It's like, come yeah, on. And there are so many different things. Like I tried to read the Wikipedia for True Blood because I was gonna give like the series a try. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, okay, it starts off with vampires. And I think at this point, the series was in its second to last season. Mm-hmm. So it was really close to being done. And my mom watched it. So as I was reading about it, I was like, okay, so there's vampires. I can chill with that. Oh, there's these uh, people that transform into werewolves. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, classic where there's a vampire. There's also a werewolf usually mm-hmm. nowadays. That's fine. Oh, there's drug dealers that deal vampire blood. Mm-hmm. Okay, chill. Oh, there's fairies. <laughs> okay. There's a saber-toothed tiger cool. that's a were-tiger? There, there's what is a were-tiger? <laughs> so, so those werewolf people, there's like actually a branch of those and they can turn into other mm-hmm. things? Sweet. What the hell is um, a nomad? <laughs> Like so, I was yeah, just waiting just, for every different kind of mythical creature yeah. to come out of that book. Exactly. And that's when you realize it's like, I have too many ideas in my head, number one. And number two, I don't know where to put them. Yeah. Because this is my one chance to do this. Yes. If, and that's what it feels like. Yeah. If you're going to have a vampire series, make a vampire series. Move on to make a nomad series. Yeah. Move on to do a werewolf series. You know, that, just don't put it all together. It's not one big hoagie from no. Wawa. Yeah. Although those are delicious. I do love a, a hoagie Wawa. Yeah. They don't sponsor us. No. But I wish they did. Yes. Uh, so there are other tons of series out there that are good. Yeah. 
but a majority of them, not so much. Mm-mm. So some standalones. What are some sta- good standalones? Okay, so I was I was just looking this up because mm-hmm. I was like, I can't think of any standalones. But as I was looking at this list, I was like, oh, we've actually done a lot of standalones, like the Liam Moriarty's, the Gillian yes, Flynn's. Yes, and I love those types of writers too. Yes, like the the mystery, the thriller, the, the John Green books. Yeah, there's never a sequel with those, no. and I can I can read Paper Towns, and then I can head on over to the Fault in the Stars. I mean, even stinking Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. With his stuff. Like, his are... He doesn't have sequels. I think there's only one sequel for Nicholas Sparks, and that's The Wedding. Where's that at? It's from The Notebook. Oh, it's really? A, it's a sequel for The Notebook. Really? Yes. Huh, that's yes. interesting. I didn't know but that. it's... I mean, I never read The Wedding, so... Oh, yeah. Sequel, but, we, but we have, like, Paula Hawkins. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ruth Ware. Ruth Ware. So yeah. a lot of crime. Oh, Riley Sager, who we thought was a woman, but Oops. wasn't. Sorry, Riley. Um, <laughs> those uh, profile pictures get us every time. I mean, he had a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, we just thought he were maybe her. We thought we were like, oh, she looked a lot like Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they he just came out with a second book and it wasn't a sequel to The Final Girls. I think, okay, so stick with me here. I'm, I'm sticking. The fantasy novels, mm-hmm. the novels that take place in like other worlds mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess like fantasy mythical creatures, they are usually the ones that have a series. I'm guessing because the author feels like they need to build this world and have a successful world. And that it won't just be done in one book. Mm, like it's too much to encompass yeah, in one book. Yeah, it's too much. But what they didn't, what they don't realize is that like there are ways to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at your elders. Yeah. For examples. Exactly. But then like the crime ones, the ones that are thrillers, not the ones that are like mysteries like you were talking about, but the thrillers and the psychological ones they're the ones that get the standalones. And then, but you want more but you, from the story. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about earlier, like with um, the, whatever it was called, If I Stay, mm-hmm. where in our head, we created this whole other, this, this second life for the main character. Yeah. We didn't need that follow-up book because we had already done it. We that already should did have it been a standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like something with like Beljar. Oh, yes. Where I was just trying to make in my head what happened to her afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, where did she go from here? Because she was literally crazy. Yeah. But I didn't need a sequel to Beljar. I didn't need Beljar 2. Mm-hmm. Because what I created in my head was already totally satisfying. A fierce Kingdom. Remember Fierce Kingdom? Yes. With the mother who was held hostage with her son yeah. in the in the zoo. Uh-huh. I wanted a sequel for that because I felt that the first book was it ended it ended weird. It ended that was a book that did not need an ambiguous ending. It wasn't. Like it did not thrive because it was left to the viewer and or the the listener or reader and i feel like i would i wanted a sequel but i would have hate hated reading the sequel yeah like seriously these authors like it's okay to put out a tiny book like just a book that kind of describes the world Mm -hmm. that can go along with your main book 
so that you don't have to waste the time putting in all of these extra things. The so the Maze Runner series, I know that our friend Karen has like issues with it and she has said like not to finish it. Hmm. But I still do plan on finishing it just because I want to see. Mm-hmm. The first two books we really enjoyed. Yes. And we have plans to move on to the other ones. But it's one of it's a series that like currently we're kind of we're loving. Yeah. And for instance, and I think the reason why we're loving it is number one, it, we knew they were on a run. The Maze Runner, like the first book set us up for these kids need to escape. Yes. And the first book was all about, okay, how do we escape? Second book is we're out. So Uh now I'm interested. Yeah. Third book is we get caught. Oops. So it's kind of now what do they do when they get caught, which I am hesitant about the third book because I've already seen them be locked up yeah however i'm excited for this because now these kids know who locks them up yeah why they're being caught unlike the first book we they had no clue they had their memories erased they had no clue why they were there but now they do and so that's what i'm interested in seeing Mm -hmm. and i think that's why that series works am i gonna read the kill order the prequel i don't know i do i really want to the the thing that I the, the thing that I have with like prequels and these sequels like the selection series mm-hmm. is that I fall in love with the certain characters and the voice of those characters mm-hmm. that I stick with for three or four books. Yeah. I don't want to suddenly go to a prequel where it's from somebody else's perspective. I then have to relearn like how this person handles situations, if I even like the character. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's iffy for me with prequels and stuff like that. And and I, I don't really know how I'll enjoy it. I will tell you that we just watched the first Fantastic Beast movie. Uh-huh. And it's like a whole nother world. Same wizarding world, but it's in America. And I had to learn a whole nother language. Yeah. I have to learn slang from American wizards. Don't worry. She'll release a book. <laughs> Probably. A dictionary. Well, it's actually these history of magic. They're, she's releasing the textbooks from Harry Potter. Yeah, she's been doing that. Um, the new one that just came out was the history of magic. Yeah. With an, the audiobook with Natalie Dormer. So that one... And I was reading the synopsis of that and I was like, hmm. Was it just like the one that was No, this one's Fantastic like a more, Beast. it's like a, I don't know if I want to read it. It's like a history of magic. So it talks about like the Salem Witch Trials. It talks about just like pharaohs and Egyptian magic. And and I'm like, what? This is, it's taking me out of <laughs> good old Harry. Like it, it takes me out of that whole world that she built. So I don't know. I'm hesitant. That's her intention. She's trying to make you feel like this is a whole new world that you need to invest in because she got bored with the wizarding world of Harry Potter as well. Mm -hmm. Like she got tired of it. So she wants to spin it as a new series, Mm -hmm. but it's not new at all. It's the same stuff and it's the same things regurgitated. There's a villain. Mm -hmm. People need to stop it. There's the one guy who can stop it 
Mm-hmm. And this is what he's going to go on. This is his adventure. Another series that came to mind, the Dorothy, the Wizard of Oz series. Yeah. Because that one, I mean, the main character that you learn about, Dorothy, she's in like three of them. Mm. The rest of them are about. That's Danielle Page. No, I'm talking about that's not Dorothy Must Die. Oh. I'm talking about the original Frank L. Baum. Oh. Sorry. So, when you said Dorothy <laughs> Moss, I was like, wait, we already talked about Daniel Page. <laughs> no, that was, uh, um, I'm talking about like the original the one. The original so, one, yeah. Like there was the wonderful Wizard of Oz and then there was Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. And then there was like TikTok and then there was the Glinda and then all these different ones. Scarecrow, there's a spinoff for Scarecrow. So I wonder... I have not read, fortunately, I have not read all of them because I, I don't know why I haven't read them. They're, I've, they're short, right? They're, they're short. They're so children's I might, books. I might audiobook them mm-hmm. because I have them all in my Kindle. But that's another series where it's fun to follow along because it's not, it's not all about like one character. Yeah. If you think about it. And it it's only, we only know of it as one character because of the movie. Yeah. And Dorothy is an iconic character. Ooh, my stomach growled. <laughs> but yeah, so I wonder, I, I need to check out that series to see if I, in the 11th book or 8th book or whatever, if I'm so interested in it. Yeah, and I mean, you might have to figure out if they were all written by the same person. True, true. And then figure out where in the series it switches because... because some of his some of the books were written by his son. yeah. So, yeah. And then that makes me think of another series, Unfortunate Events. Yeah. That was another one that Ooh. beat a dead horse. Wow. Ooh, that horse was... Ugh. 12 books in or whatever, beat a dead horse. Oh, God. I'm glad that I only listened to the first one because I read the Wikipedias mm-hmm. for the other 11. Yes. And I was, it just ends so... It's just so dis- dissatisfying. Yes unsatisfying whatever it's called everyone in the book i'm like oh my god again yeah like he comes back i thought he was dead yes oh my god he killed their other caretaker wow these kids have literally been around uh like 15 or 16 deaths now yeah is nobody is nobody gonna like think of them as suspects (laughs) like that's true this was a paula hawkins book these kids Mm -hmm. would be in jail oh so there i mean i guess this oh that reminds me before we sign off did you know that stephen king like writes all of his books like he doesn't get a ghostwriter like uh james patterson or or like probably a danielle Steele or like a nora roberts every now and then they'll have like those extra people that will have the um like they'll have the smaller books and they'll release it and it'll be like james patterson's alex cross and then underneath it'll be like assisted by yes i've seen a lot of james patterson yeah do that yeah he does that a lot um and apparently like some authors have ghostwriters hmm. but stephen king writes all of his hmm. and he'll like assist with his son's books and stuff which is where you get like yeah the... joe hill yeah joe hill is his son yeah wow wait joe hill is his son right yeah i think that him and like another one and then there's another king. There's the one that bone, just bone music. Christopher King, or 
No, that's Christopher I'm Rice. Sure. That's Christopher Rice. Yeah, it's Anne Rice's. That's another, that's another son. That's Anne Rice's um, son. But he did just release a book that was this year that was written with him and his dad. And the, it was the one that has like the ghostly. Yes. The, the ghostly bl- one. Yes. It's like blue. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. The night, um, it's something about night and sleep. Oh, sleep. Sleep. Sleep queen. No, sleep. sleep sleeping. Ke- sleeping. Sleeping beauties. Sleeping beauties. Is it sleeping beauties? No. That's, sleeping. Let's see. Tears. Sleeping, sleeping white. Sleeping. Owen people. King. Um, Owen King. That's his name. That's his name. Sleeping. That's his name. Sleeping Beauties. Beauties. Sleeping Beauties. Sleeping Beauties. Co-written yeah, yeah. with Stephen King. That's awesome. Yeah. I would be upset if Nora Roberts has a ghostwriter. I mean, I know Nora Roberts literally well, recycles her storylines. I don't know if they're like actually, they're not actually like ghost written, but they are written like, they have a team. It's like the, so like for James Patterson, it's like James Patterson is the umbrella. Yeah. And then there's authors that like fall in between that. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if Nora Roberts um, has that. I mean, and it's also crazy with Nora Roberts, the whole like she had in order to write a, a a mystery novel or crime novel. Mm-hmm. She had to change her name to J.D. Rob to be uh, in the to meet this patriarchal need of society. I'm trying to throw out words there. Patriarchy down with the patriarchy. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can only find like um for Nora Roberts at least or J.D. Rob. I can only find that like somebody is on like the 10th death book mm. in the series. And they're like, I find it hard to believe that she has written all of them, but they're not really sure. Um, and then other people are like, oh no, she totally does. I would be yeah. really impressed if she didn't have, or like, I'd be really impressed if she did have one because mm-hmm. they're written so well. And it's crazy because my mom, she doesn't have the best memory, mm-hmm. but when it comes to Nora Roberts book, in, the, in those in death series with JD Robb, mm-hmm. she is able to read a synopsis and say, yeah, I read that one. <laughs> And I'm like, how? They sound the same. And yeah. she's like, well, it was about the cook. Oh, and that was about the, the zookeeper. Mm-hmm. That was about the the space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, I definitely think she, it's easy, probably easier for her. Because mm-hmm. she was doing like two books a year. Yeah. But now she's cut back to one book a year. Mm-hmm. And I think she's realized that all of her storylines were recycled at one point in time. Yeah. You know that there's an author who has written a lot of books, but then they died. But then somehow the books keep getting released. Harper Lee? Um, no. Tom Clancy? Tom Clancy. He just keeps having books come out. Wait, Tom Clancy died? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Didn't he live, doesn't he live in Maryland? I mean, really, really, no, he died in 2013. Oh my God, how is he selling books? Or is his series finally coming out? It's like Jack Reacher. Mm, Jack Ryan. What is his name? Ryan. Jack, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Jack <laughs> Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jack Reacher? Uh Jack Reacher is somebody. It's a Tom Cruise. Yeah. And Jack Ryan is the new Jack Reacher is a Tom Clancy. I think. Or is that a Patterson? Oh, so many. I don't what even read the these heck guys. Is this? I don't even read these guys. Okay, what are you? Who are you? Why are you here? Um, 
uh, Jack Reacher. I think it was like actually someone that just. I think it was somebody's original idea. What? Huh? I think Jack, Re Jack Reacher might have been somebody's like actual idea. What does that mean? Like okay, another Jack Reacher books. Oh, they're written by Lee Child. Lee Child. That's who that mother is. Oops. <laughs> Why do they seriously have like two different series? One named Jack or what is the name? Jack Ryan and Jack Reacher. It's kind of weird. That's really kind of weird. But yes, uh, Tom Clancy was born in Baltimore and he died in Baltimore. Yeah. He was 66. But his books are still coming out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he still has books coming out, which mm. is interesting. Yeah, uh, he has... Oh, those are the films. Hold on. Bibliography. Ooh. Yeah, so they have post-Clancy novels, which is like Support and Defend, and it's by Mark Greeny, but they still say, like, it's still, like, with the characters from the Tom Clancy universe. Oh. Uh... So, I mean, they make it known that they're written by other people, but it's just kind of like... Okay. Okay, cool. It's the name. It's the money. Yeah. The cash. What did you call it? Cash grab? Cash grab. Wow. The low-hanging fruit. Mm. If you already have built a name for yourself, I mean, you're not just going to go hide in your house on the hill like J.D. Salinger? Is that who did that? I think so. Wouldn't do interviews? Mm-hmm. Did one interview, got burned by the interviewer? Not literally, but... Figuratively. Yes. Hmm. Anyway, it's 10.08 p.m. <laughs> it's late. 10.08, it's late. <laughs> I, think you, I think you can hear that we're getting sleepy with our books. Um, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun with this one. I liked going through and just talking about a general sense of books. Yes. I and really if like you, that. And if our listeners have any series or standalones that they want to reach out and comment and tell us about... Do so in the comments section or our Twitter or Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah. We are always open. You can find us on Twitter at Audioshelf Me, on Facebook at Audioshelf, and on Instagram at Audioshelf underscore podcast. You can also subscribe to us wherever you can listen to your podcasts. We are everywhere. So please subscribe. Please like us. Please share us. Please follow us. Please do everything because we love you and we need you. And please. And if you want to get your series going on Audible. Or buy two standalone books, you can subscribe to our free 30 day trial of Audible on our website at audioshelf.me. Click on the Audible affiliate link and get two free codes. And if you want to support our show by donating as little as a dollar, you can find information about our Patreon on our Twitter and also on our Facebook. Any little bit helps us improve our show, upgrade our equipment. Upgrade our studio, which we need to do. Um, it's a big, huge help, and we have various different perks. So please help us out if you want to. So until next time, y'all. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. 
We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. A one, a two, a three. Crunch. Crunch. <laughs> Let me put my leg down. <laughs> Sorry. Are we recording? Yes, we're rolling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell or was held cast. Oh, but you know who some someone is that that made no sense.